0: So, welcome to the Love Fly podcast. It's Paul Tizard, Fear of Flying Coach, and today's guest is uh, going to be talking about finding your calm. So, welcome, Kerry.
1: Thank you for having me paul it's
0: good to be here yeah it's a pleasure and thank you for getting in touch and you are my first human this year oh
1: wow
0: yeah <laughs> no pressure uh, so I, I did one myself last week on my own which was uh, which is okay uh, i think i much prefer to get people on with expertise to talk about it so, such as yourself so you're the first one this new year so thank you very much now Tell us all about you. How did you get to the point where you are here today talking to me?
1: So my name is Kerry and I am a yoga teacher and breathing coach. And my business is Calm With Kerry. So I run classes, weekly group classes. I also have private clients as well. And I teach yoga essentially. I also work with corporate organisations helping to teach simple breathing techniques to people at work who are stressed anxious just like the rest of us to be honest and what I love is these techniques that I'm teaching are simple but they're also yours they belong to you they're free and they're readily available so yeah that's what I do
0: excellent you had me at free uh, so, <laughs> yeah. so, so how did you get to this point then you know tell us about your journey to, to yeah so far
1: So I used to work for Virgin Atlantic. I used to work for Virgin Atlantic on check-in, but I also worked in communications as well. And at check-in, I often saw people that were really, really nervous, scared of flying. And I think that initial point of contact, so if you imagine booking a flight, just like I'm the first human today, sorry, just like I'm the first human on your podcast this year, sorry, at a reception, I was the first human that some of our customers would have made contact with at check-in. And so yes. I noticed how nervous they could be. And just giving a reassuring, having that reassuring little bit of time, giving a little bit of extra time at check-in used to really help. And um, of course, I've left Virgin and I'm now doing this, but I've always had a... Little thing that I want to be able to help nervous fly mm-hmm. in some way with the work I do currently now, and um, yeah, it led me to finding your company Love Fly, and then I thought, hmm, there's some synergies already in the work that we do, and I thought I'd reach out, have a chat with you, and just kind of led us to this discussion, I guess. Oh,
0: glad you did. Yeah. So, I mean, so re- rewinding back to your um, check-in days. Could you tell someone as a nervous flyer quite quickly? Is it?
1: Yeah, they'd usually say, to be honest, or you get all different types. So a lot of people are flying for business. Some Mm. people are flying um, for deaths and things like that. So not only were they potentially a nervous flyer, but they were feeling some sort of added anxiety because of the nature of their flight. So, yeah, oftentimes people would say, but I think you can kind of gauge when Mm. someone's, even if you don't know them, they're not feeling their self, so to speak. So, yeah, I'd just say, how are you feeling about your flight today? And then naturally yeah. they'd answer yeah. and we just go from there. And I wouldn't reassure them anything necessarily to do with the flight. But I'd just say, oh, just be calm. You're in safe hands. You know, just mm. little things that come in. That,
0: was that enough to help kind of reassure them?
1: Yeah, um, I never experienced anyone that was terrified. In all honesty, I never experienced anyone like that, but just those simple nerves, which if I'm totally honest, I experienced myself. So I didn't fly a lot growing up. I I sort of I had a couple of flights when I was younger, but I I began flying at a later age, actually. And so I could I could relate to it anyway. So you just need someone to reassure you. And also unless it's for something really serious, like a funeral or death in the family, it's actually fun. Like it's amazing it's an amazing experience and mm. and it's quite a luxury in in my opinion to be able to fly so if you get the opportunity you want to enjoy it as much as you can so I'd offer a sense of calm but also remind them that it's exciting and that that excitement would probably bring nerves to just about anyone but mm. goodness hopefully
0: I mean that sounds fantastic and I think A lot of people that listen to this will relate to that, particularly that they may have told the check-in staff. Now, would you recommend that they do that or do you think they should just sort of? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I think anything you talk about is is a natural release, almost the same as breathing. So when you Mm. speak, you're exhaling and you know that when you say something, generally speaking, especially if you say it in a safe space, And I believe you are safe at check-in with um, the people that I worked with at the time and the many people that would be working there now. And I think if you just say something, you're always gonna get a sense of reassurance from that. And for me, just speaking from my personal experience, when I do say something that I'm feeling that's somewhere lodged here on my chest and I say, Mm. my shoulders go down and I always feel better. So yeah, yeah, I encourage them to say it. And if you're absolutely terrified, in, those at check in will know what to do and and who to you know someone to point you in the direction of that can help you beyond check in before you yeah. like so so, what,
0: so just out of interest I know you've moved away <laughs> from that but just some people may not know this but what is available to people if they if they turn up and they say carry or uh, Kerry equivalent uh, I'm nervous um, freaking out what 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 can be done.
1: So if I'm totally honest now, having left Virgin some time ago, um, I'm not entirely sure what it looks like now. But I, what I do know is that there are people that are trained to deal with nervous flyers. And I know that there will be someone who will be able to be with you while you board the flight. And I imagine that's still the case. I believe there's even programs in place and people that you can speak with. and And I just think it's useful for everyone to know because the person at check in will make sure that you're going to be um you're going to have someone basically by your side all the way up until you board the aircraft and then even then cabin crew will be able to be there as well to offer you reassurance so that from my experience that's how it was and I can only imagine the same mm. place if not better um, yeah. for, for people
0: yeah and I think that's I think that's a good message and one of the things i would say is that that is not the same for every airline Mm. Uh there because there are some, it's not because the people that work for the airlines don't care, it's just that there are different ways. To, so a lot of the check-in and stuff can be done so automated now that you have mm. less contact until you literally get to security. So they may not have the opportunity. So I always say to people, contact the airline and let them know. Yeah. You know, it's nearly always a reservations so or some sort of special assistance type department that you can speak to and just put a note on for the, the ground staff and the Cabin
1: crew I was just going to say that actually that the whole oh world... sorry
0: if I stole your thunder
1: <laughs> no 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 uh, it, it, you you um, pointed me to it actually but the uh the the world that we're living in is very automated and it's becoming more and more which is great for things being streamlined and being really quick but the human touch is is something that we're always going to want to experience so yeah phoning beforehand but as you say there will always be a special assistant desk or something there, even if it's uh, just these robot machines all around, there'll always be a person that you can go and speak to. And I just think that's the best thing to do in any situation. If you're you're in any doubt, just find someone and ask, and, and I'm sure they'll be able to help you.
0: Brilliant. OK, so roll forward then. How did you get into what you're doing now? And tell us some more about how it all works.
1: Years and years ago, I used to practice yoga but it was quite expensive and I was a young single mother so it was kind of something that I wasn't able to do for Mm. a long time and that was a a really long time ago. More recently a few years back I experienced um, some difficulties in my personal life which actually led me back to yoga and honestly I can't tell you the impact that it had on my life and Mm. it, it changed things for me and it didn't change the experience or the situations or it changed experience it didn't change the circumstances that I was going through but Mm. what it changed is my experience of those circumstances it just allowed me to have a bit of time that's just for myself it allowed me to go within which I know to some sounds a bit so
0: again I missed that what you said
1: it allowed me to go within okay um, and I I know for some people it's a bit mumbo-jumbo but actually for me because there was so much going on around me, it was really important that I I was able to go within. Yeah, yeah. It was important that I found a sense of real sort of self worth, self belief, something like that. And I didn't go to yoga for that. I just thought I really enjoyed it. Mm. And I want to do it again. Mm. And then doing it again, the the benefits were just. And my, the way I looked at things, the way I looked at my circumstances was completely different. And it, and it allowed me to be far more um, responsive than reactive to what was going on around me. And I just felt better. And so, was, it's,
0: so it's not just about being super bendy. No. It sounds like there's a whole other bunch of stuff going on there.
1: <laughs> oh, I'll be honest the super bendy side of it is the least of it for me and it's yeah. what I say to um, everyone I teach because often as well when I'm saying it even to friends and family I say come and do a yoga class and they'll say oh no I'm not flexible yeah um, yoga is not about being flexibility and I, I, I promise you that will come actually that will come over time just like mm. anything but what it's more about is having that little bit of time and, and what I also say as well, because the yoga I teach is not religious. There's no kind of spiritual connotations with it. And I, I, I think probably the most profound thing that I say is uh, two things, that I want everyone that I teach to leave the map feeling better than them when they arrived. So even if you're feeling good, I'd like you to leave, leave feeling great. But of course, if you're not feeling so good, that, then I want you to feel better. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that, we put the body in challenging positions and then we breathe calm and collect. And the idea is that when Mm. you experience those challenging situations off of the mat, then your automated response system, your breathing, your- Oh, I like that.
0: (laughs) that, Say that again. That is really good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we put the body in challenging positions on the mat so that when you experience the challenging positions off the mat, you automatically are able to adopt that calm, collected. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the most important thing to me. And I actually had a lady that she's been with me from the very start. Even when I was training, I used to practice with her and mumbo jumbo being her words. She was <laughs> oh, like, yeah, all of that kind of stuff. And then actually towards the end of last year, she said, you know what? Um, I've got to tell you that every time I feel that that thing in my chest and I just breathe the way I can hear you in my voice, mm-hmm. just breathe in and out through your nose, and it just changes everything. Yeah. And sometimes for some people, it's just a few seconds just to mm-hmm. be able to do that. You know, when they used to say for parents sort of count to 10, you'd be surprised what just taking a moment can really do for how you respond to situations.
0: I like that. <laughs> what sort of stuff are you doing for people now? Because obviously you've got a link to nervous flyers That was part of your airport experience. And you've also trained in yoga and you're a breathing coach I think you said at the beginning yeah tell us more tell us all about that then
1: so there's all different types of breathing techniques um there's there's many and I teach three types of breathing and again within those three types there's there's many different breathing uh, practices that you can do but there's one in the morning that when you wake up and if you're feeling a little bit of do want to do this, it's a sort of exhilarating breath that will get your energy up to get you going in the morning. So that's one. And then there's what we call a water breath that's a balancing breath. So you can do that any time of the day. And almost like water, you can have it any time of the day. So we call the morning breath a coffee one. So really, you don't really want to be having too much coffee, and you probably want to have it first thing and not before bed, before you're winding down. But mm. the water practice, and you can adopt it anytime. And as I just said, water have it any time of the day it's always going to be good for you and then we have a whiskey breath that we do in the evening and again I, I don't recommend having whiskey first thing in the morning or just before going into an important meeting but probably if you're going to have it just before bed would be the right time so that's a re- real relaxing mm. breath that will wind you down before bed so yeah that's the kind of work I do love now. that so coffee breath. the morning (laughs) coffee to wake you up yeah absolutely
0: water breath yeah and then whiskey breath
1: time and then whiskey breath love it It's a way of remembering those and what they're for so if you can't remember the names of the practices you can remember at least those coffee water whiskey and Mm. then you know to adopt them at the the right times of day and and they'll serve you and so if you're going into an important meeting or Mm. something like that you really want to just balance off your breath. So you're probably going to be feeling a bit anxious, a bit tense. Mm-hmm. And you just want to calm things down. But the thing about the balancing breath, equally, if you're feeling a bit meh, it's a breath that will bring you up. So it will balance you off whether you're feeling sort of down or up. It will bring about some balance. And like I said earlier, it's yours. It belongs to you. And it's one of the few things a lot of us rely on different things. There are other things that we know that can affect our mood and um, they can bring us up, they can bring us joy and then yeah, yeah. Um, can take us back down. But those things may not be healthy for you. They may not be free and Simple. they may not belong to you. So if you know that you've got the goods kind of inside you and when I talk about going within, that, that makes you feel really empowered. Yes, It makes me feel really empowered. Yeah. It, makes feel, it makes me feel really responsible as well that I can just change
0: how I feel yes, and quite quickly as well. I like that. And you remind me something that I mentioned in, one of, in my last book, which was a nictic from Stephen Covey, which is, you said, responsible. And he often puts a little hyphen, he, response able.
1: Yeah.
0: And I quite like that sort of ability to be able to respond, not just to react to stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. What I really like about your work is uh, this reminder of people's resources i think that's really powerful and i love that Mm. so what sort of stuff could or would you do for nervous flyers
1: so if someone was feeling really nervous their their fears are going to be based on something and obviously as a breathing coach i and and just the time that we probably have allotted together we wouldn't necessarily be able to go in into all of that but what we can do is that we can say, okay, when you're feeling those, because they will bubble away, those feelings will come and they'll probably go throughout the duration of the flight. But what you can do is keep tapping into your breath. Every time you feel it come in, you can just tap into your breath. So how I always start um, my yoga classes and any kind of breathing practice, there's a space between our brow where we often hold tension, probably the reason that we frown a lot and things like that. But I'd ask them to just close their eyes. Bring their awareness to the space between their brows, soften that space and it's really powerful because we're holding all this tension and we don't realise it, so just softening that space and then working their way down to their jaw, unclenching their jaw and allow their tongue to gently rest on the roof of their mouth. And then I'd ask them to soften their shoulders, so again we know that when we're pent up and we're tense our shoulders would be way up here, just softening their shoulders. If they're seating, I recommend their feet touching the floor, feeling nice and grounded. And they'll be able to do this on the aircraft, of of course, as well. And then I just say, inhale and exhale through their nose only, making a hard sound at the back of their throat. So almost like you're fogging up glass or a mirror, but then the mouth is closed, inhaling, and exhaling through the nose only. And then once they zone into that and take that bit of time, breathing nice and calmly, they'll almost, the hope is forget about everything that's going around them and be able to do that. And then of course, if it happens again throughout the flight, they can do that again and again. But what we do is we practice these breathing techniques so that they get really familiar with it. and, And it almost comes automatic to them. And then when they are feeling those nerves and anxiety, even before boarding, they can do that to calm them. And then once they're on board, if they feel that again, then it's available to them. And what I'd also offer is recording. Yes. And they can just use them on the flight. So sometimes when you're feeling nervous, it's like breathing. uh, Can't remember it. Mm. If they've got a recording and audio that they can listen to. And all of my clients that do breathing uh, sessions with me, are always given three breathing practices. A morning, a coffee, water and whiskey, breath practice <laughs> that they can take away from the net, that's available. Oh, I love
0: that. I feel really calm just listening to you, honestly. Oh, <laughs> so anybody who was driving whilst listening to that, uh, yeah, just perhaps keep your eyes open. But the, I love the rest of it. Yeah, that was, really, that was a nice little sort of taster of some of the stuff that you do. And I think, well, I've banged on about this for years, but my knowledge of it is very limited compared to yours. So I've only ever taught very basic breathing stuff. A technique i called paced breathing, which is linked to, I found it was um oh, I can't something, vagal breathing or vague, something to do with the vagus. Yeah, so head, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was I hadn't known it was called that. I'd read somewhere about it, and then i sort of changed it to sort of suit my personality, and then uh, but what your offering here is a much bigger approach to it and I think that's fascinating and I really think that it'll be interesting for people who are in you know want to do that so we get a lot of downloads each month which is lovely mm-hmm. so how can people get hold of you what sort okay. of stuff you, you know what how and when and you know because we have people that listen to this all over the place yeah so,
1: yeah. so great question and I love the all over the place because of Kerry, as I mentioned, is my yoga and breathing business. And actually, we are worldwide. So we have people practicing. And I have a class today, Sunday Solace, at 7 p.m. this evening. All my classes are 60 minutes. So it'll be 7 to 8 this evening, UK time. But actually in that class, we have people from Texas and Atlanta. On a Wednesday, I teach the Wednesday wind down, which is 7 to 8 p.m. And we have a lady from Canada and a lady from Abu Dhabi in there nice. and on Friday I teach a class the Friday Vinyasa Flow class and that is 8 or 9 p.m and that's a UK so if you're if you're worldwide come and join that and yeah. make sure that all of our classes are worldwide but the the, the the beauty of what I do all of my offering is online I do do a few face-to-face sessions with people if available on request if you like Mm. All of my group classes are all online which means they're not limited to the UK so I teach everywhere and then um, I'm on Instagram calm with Kerry and I don't have a website just yet but if you click on my Instagram page there's a link and you're able to book a free taster session with me so anyone even my corporates I always offer a non-obligatory Taste the session because I think Good. it's important for us to get to yeah. know each other, see if it's for you. And mm. if it works for you, then you can sign up and then go from there. But yeah. Okay.
0: Listen. Calm with Kerry on Instagram at the mm. moment. Are you anywhere else? In case anybody's, because we've got people who are, some people are Instagram challenged, but uh, they yeah. might know. Yeah. Because there's yeah. a different age group that t- tend to go into different things. So old farts like me tend to be on Facebook. and no, uh, <laughs> My kids are all on Instagram and Snapchat mainly.
1: Yep. So I'm not on there, but I'm gonna following this podcast. Make sure that I am there, so people can find me. But whatever platform I'll be on, the name will be calm with Kerry for sure. So that's how how you'll be able to get hold of me. And then I'm doing a challenge at the moment with all of my clients, and it's a 30 day yoga challenge where we do 10 minutes of yoga every day. So we started on Sunday, the second of January, and then mm. we'll finish on uh, the 31st of January. And all of my clients are doing that. So I welcome anyone that would like to join us doing that. But yeah, unfortunately, um, it is only Instagram at the moment. But my all of my contact details are, are on there. And for those for those people that are listening that are not on Instagram, even if you went into your Google or Safari and you typed in Instagram calm with Kerry, I would still come up. You don't actually have to have the plat- platform, and then you'd be able to get all of my details. And um, from Brilliant. there, I welcome Brilliant. phone calls. And, and sorry my email is calmwithkerry at
0: gmail.com
1: Calm so get- k- kerry at gmail.com
0: okay i will put i will put your details in the podcast so when it goes out on spotify and amazon and everything it'll be in the the notes as well so people can find you uh, okay so thank you that's amazing amazing so as as you know i always ask people at the end if you had kind of one tip or a bit of advice to give nervous flyers listen to this podcast from your world what, what, what might it be
1: so the obvious word would be just to breathe with that I would just say close your eyes relax as best you can and then breathe deeply starting at the belly nice deep breaths inhale and exhale through your nose only when we breathe through our nose it actually sends a message to the nervous system that everything's okay. So if you imagine someone having a panic attack, they'd they'd no doubt be breathing like that. If you'd went for a run, you'd be breathing pretty similarly. So actually, if you just breathe, close your mouth and breathe in and out through your nose only, even just doing that will bring about a sense of calm. You don't want to be breathing through the mouth. If 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 you're able to breathe through the nose, of course, there'll be people that, for whatever reason are unable to but if you're able to breathe through
0: your nose do that thank you very much absolutely fantastic and so anybody wants to get in touch as, as Kerry said it's calm with Kerry on Instagram I shall put it in the podcast feed as well uh, I hope you get lots of inquiries from the podcast you will get a few so I really hope that for you because I love I love what you do, and I love the sort of vibe that you've got and your energy behind it and your mission to help humans out there to relieve suffering which is brilliant and and I'm just so grateful for your time so thank you
1: oh, I'm grateful as well Paul thank you for having me thank you for replying to me and <laughs> your time on your podcast of course oh, I appreciate it all thank you. you
0: tell the genuine people when they come through and I thought she's coming on the podcast Uh, she wants to help people so that's that's all I ask so thank you
1: yeah my pleasure thank Mm -hmm. you so much